ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and, and all other listeners out there, everybody and anybody who's listening, it's time for the podcast, patrons, that you make possible. It's time for Sleep With Me, podcast that puts you and so many other people to sleep. Thanks, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest of what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. That could be thoughts, like things on your mind. Maybe you're thinking about the past, the present, the future, or something, you know. Could be, or nothing. I mean, holy, you know, let's not think about nothing or nothing. Oh, yeah, let's not, let's uh, forget I said it. Uh, Thoughts, feelings, could be emotions coming up for you or left over from the day or anticipating something so feelings could be there physical sensations any any and all of those three it could be changes in routine or schedule uh, it could just be something baffling you say what's up with that uh, except i don't normally say it in a calm way but whatever's keeping me awake i'd like to take your mind off that i'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night that's the first step. Uh, I guess technically I've already done that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my tones. Uh, creaky yet dulcet. Eventually they become dulcet. So creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, those are like, like uh, where I go off topic and get mixed up. A superfluous tangents. That's when I indulge, when I go off topic and then I indulge myself. Other stuff, uh, extra words, pauses, utterances, gr- uh, stuttering, natural stuttering and stumbling. It's been a while since I talked about stumbling over my own words, but uh, I, <laughs> I just did it there by accident. I mean, it's always, it's not intentional. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, words. I don't mean to stumble over you. It's not my intention to stumble over you. I would love it if you came out in uh, whatever, I don't have the vocabulary to say, you know, clearly efficient thoughts or like something fancy like that. Is that what elucidate, lucid, there's some word like, looks like Euclid. Is there a word called Euclid? Isn't that a famous flower? Is there a flower called the Euclid? It's E-U. And then there's like a form of geometry, right? Euclidean? Maybe. Anyone out there. I don't even know. Oh, you, like it now. Like it, it, when someone gets the point, they're not Euclidean. Uh, but there's a word like that, I think, out there. And not in my brain, though. It's out there, somewhere out there, beneath the sun and stars, this five will once saying. But some of you might be wondering, what in the Don Bluth are you talking about? And then some of you might be like, what in the darn tootin', who, you know, who in the, who's, who, what, 
This guy doesn't know his ooh from his ook, euclid. He doesn't know his ooks from his ukuleles and his cukes from his cucumbers. And I'd say you're correct at that. Uh, so, But I'm here to take your mind off of stuff. If you're new, a couple things to know. This podcast is very different. We probably already figured that out from our last discussion there. Elucidate, like elucidate, something like that. It's uh, it's weird. I guess I have trouble with those EU words. I mean, not words from the EU, but like words that start with E and U. Also, I would like, because, let's see, wait a second, aren't those both vowels? Here's a tip. If you're going to go on that Wheel of Fortune show, know your EU words, because that would be confusing for me. I'd say, wait a second, I would never think, at least I'm, I, I, I don't mean the royal I, I just mean me. I would, I'd be so confused. I'd say, wait, there's words that start with e, an E and a U? Oh, boy. But oh, so this podcast is very different. What I what I, it's here for and why it's different is uh, well, I don't know exactly why it's different. That's what works about it for the people it works for. But it doesn't work right away because, of course, if you're looking for something to put you to sleep, it's a uh, lot of the stuff out there. Maybe you've tried it. You said, "Well, that's too serious" or "That's too soothing." Or, I don't know, I just didn't like, enjoy that. Yeah, the sleep with me is a, a bit different than most other stuff meant to put you to sleep. So it does take a few tries to get used to. And you say, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of get that now. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. It's a podcast you don't really listen to. So you may be used to listening to bedtime stories or, you know, regular podcasts or, or something. This is a podcast you just, you're just supposed to humor me and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no, it's Euclid. It's, it's uh, whatever the correct word is. Uh, scoots, I think you're thinking of tulip, not Euclid's. And Pythagoras and none of that other stuff. That sounds like it was something your brain made up. Uh and I say, are you sure? I'm pre- pretty sure there's a Euclidean geometry. I don't know about the other stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is. I mean, I'm going to have to Google it later that there's a flower called the Euclid, but maybe not. Maybe it's not pronounced Euclidean. But, oh, so this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You say, mm-hmm, there he goes again. This kid doesn't know his What about words that start with the U-E? You use, you use. Uh, carry use, but that's E-W-E, I think, or something. Okay, so, oh, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. Just barely pay attention. Listen to me loosely, like I'm just out of focus. Like you can, even though you might be able to hear me, I'm not really making any sense. But the other side of it is, this isn't really a podcast to put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. So if you can't sleep, you actually could listen for a company or a little bit of a distraction. I'll be here to the very end. That's my promise to you. Whether you're awake or asleep, I'm here to barely take your mind off stuff. So those are the first two things that new listeners need to know. Don't really pay me any mind, and uh, I'm more here to be your friend than... uh, to put you to sleep. You fall asleep at your leisure. That's why the shows are about an hour. 
The other things they can throw new people off are the stru- is the structure of the show, which is also different. It show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Then we move on to business, uh, like uh, sponsor support, listener support, and that stuff. That's how we're able to bring you the show free. Then there's an intro. The intro, again, I saw this online again where someone said the whole first 30 minutes of the show is ads, which just is not true. And I think maybe it's from people just skipping around. So the show starts off, greetings about two minutes. Then there's about four minutes or six minutes of uh, business. Various types of business. Then from a minute six to minute eight to about minute 20 to 24 is the intro, which is all, you know, confused meanders and me introducing the show. And that I can see why people think it's business because I'm just kind of talking about nothing or that's how some people feel. But really, the intro intro serves more than one purpose. It's to introduce new people to show. But if you're a regular listener, you say, oh, I can already start barely listening because Scoots is going to kind of cover the same territory in a different way. But I know I can listen because every intro is different, even though they're similar. And then what listeners do, most listeners, not every listener, and there's no right or wrong way, but like they listen to the intro as they're getting ready for bed or as they're unwinding or as they're falling asleep. So it eases you into bedtime. My my thing is if I started the show with just a story, it wouldn't really give you a chance to unwind. And then you, maybe your brain would start being like, wait a second, what about that list of groceries? Uh isn't there a better way to do that? Uh, you've been doing it wrong the whole time. You're gro- How come you don't use a grocery list? And you say, okay, I'm trying to go to, I'm trying to listen to this bedtime story here. So if I ease you into bedtime, it just gives you a little bit more space between those voices or the, the parts of your day that are trying to keep up with you at bedtime. You can always skip the intro. You just started around 20, 24 minutes. Then there's business for a few minutes. Then there's a story. Tonight it'll be our new, or no, our second episode of our episodically modular serialized series, uh, which is a, like a live, what do they call that, live play or something? It's where we're listening in to some characters uh, playing a game as characters, Uh Role-playing game, live play or something. I don't know what they call it. One day I'll realize it. So there, that's so. then there'll be our story. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure of the show. And those are the rules around the show. I mean, are the, the kind of things to remember. The, the other thing is I make the show is because two reasons. I've been there, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. And so I, I know how it feels in the deep dark at night. It gets, you know, it gets on my nerves. Or I know what it's like to have what I call brain bots, which are these voices that crop up at bedtime from the past or the present or the future. And they got a laundry list. They, they want to talk to you about grocery lists or whatever, something if that part of you feels like you forgot to do. So uh, that's one reason I make the show. The other reason I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can get some rest and some relaxation, a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you're not wondering about or dreading. That's how it used to be for me. 
And that's really what I get joy from is knowing, even if I can't make bedtime something you look forward to, that you don't dread it, that I take a little bit of the rigmarole out of it, that I drain the balloon of seriousness. And you say, this is really a high compliment. I'm not kidding. You say, well, at least I got scoots there. In any other context, a person would be, be like, char- make a Charlie Brown face or a oh, 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 you know, oh boy, Eeyore. But in my case, they say, that's great. Yeah, at least you got me because I'm here for you. I'm here to just barely keep you company. That's really my job. And it's an important job to me. Now, I guess the other side of it, like I said earlier, is that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. The show is very different. It tends to grow on you. Or, I mean, a lot of people have very strong reactions, uh, non-positive ones, and they say, okay, it's not going to work for you. That's fine. There's tons of other sleep podcasts out there and other sleep solutions. Uh, but I would say give it a few tries because it's really harmless. Uh all sleep podcast, you know, it's like I'm just here trying to put you to sleep. So, so give a few tries. It's free and see how it goes. And, and and this isn't an agenda. It's just that every single out of like uh, out of every 10 listeners, I'd say eight or nine have said, hey, it took me a few tries to get used to the show because it's so different. Now I listen every night or I listen all night. Or, you know, people support the show because they get so much out of it. So just give it a few tries because, it, yeah. And, and, I mean, it, it's different, too, because for me, there's been so many sleep solutions or sleep ideas or stuff that's supposed to work. And, and it, some stuff doesn't. And it can be frustrating because they just, you know, you just want to get a good night's sleep. You just want a place where you can rest. So I make the show, yeah, because you deserve a good night's sleep and because I've been there. And if you can get a good night's sleep, the world's going to be a better place for everybody, and that'll be nice. So I think that's it. I mean, I really appreciate you checking the show out. Give it a few tries and see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for coming by. I work really hard. I yearn a nice drive, and here's a couple of ways I'm able to bring this podcast uh, twice a week. All right, everybody, it's uh, Scoots here, and I'm here to talk about our um, – New are here to to turn things over to our, for our new. This is the second episode of our episodically modular with a slightly serialized story. Uh, of a, it's a it's an actual play. I think that's what they call them actual play. There's a lot of a really famous uh, like uh, actual play podcasts. I think Adventure Zone is one of them. Maybe each episode I'll ma- mention one. Uh, that's what I'll try to do. And where people play a game of uh, a role playing game and they record it. Uh, and this is a little bit different than that. That uh, we're getting uh, to to sit in. Well, I guess it's similar, but this doesn't play, take place in our world. It takes place in a more sleepy world. In a world much like ours, but a little bit different, uh, where a young woman was raised uh, by a sentient theme park. Or did she raise the sentient theme park? We don't know. And our, that's the world our game players are playing in. 
so I guess without further ado, because what will happen is that the characters, the game, you know, the game players will catch up on the game, of course, uh, because they've probably only played once a week. So they got to kind of check in and, you know, set the stage uh, themselves. So that, so without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to everybody's favorite Hollywood announcer of podcast. Only one podcast, I think. And, and Antonio does not have a podcast currently that I know about. And I probably don't want to know about it if he does, because it'll just like I'll be happy for his success. And hopefully, with your budget, you hired like a top level podcast producer, up and coming. Both, maybe both. Like, uh, uh, like there's lots of resources I could I could show you, Antonio, uh, to find really high quality uh, podcast producers. You know, especially people that are up and coming. So, uh, without further ado, Antonio's coming. That's why I had to buy some time, uh, Mister Antonio Banderas. Ah, uh, thank you. It's the ladies, it's the gentlemen, it's the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for edition, the fifth, edition the fifth, to roll many die. Uh, 20-sided and more. This will be a gentle roll of the dice past your pillows and into your dreams. It's time for an untitled episode of Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Yeah. Thanks, that's Antonio Banderas, everybody. All right, is everybody settled? Okay, everybody's got everything they need, right? Everybody has everything. Pencils, dice, okay, beverages, you know where the restroom is, snacks, check. Uh, okay, normally... And I, I I just want to be real with everybody that's playing. I mean, I know I don't like to do the re like I feel like it's a player's responsibility to be prepared for every game and to do the recap of the game. And you know, if you want to roll or something, but I don't. I really am a believer in taking of notes, and I know some of you believe that too. But I didn't want to leave it unsaid. So it is your responsibility, unless, you know, you want to be in character and see if your character remembers. But even then, it would be a very high uh, role to, to, to get that memory. Because you say, well, what do your characters didn't take notes either? So... Do, does anyone want to volunteer to set the stage of where where we are and what's happened and what's happening? Ra- Raul, I mean, Eleanor, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Eleanor, a uh, Florencian healer and nurse. And I joined this adventuring par- party of now second-level adventurers. But I was already with them, but it was like, I may sound different than the part that, oh, we didn't record the first session because I wasn't here anyway. But there was a first session recorded, which was my first session. So I am a replacement player in the sense that uh, you did have another healer that dropped out. 
and along with your ro- a rogue that dropped out, and possibly, and then you had hopes for a wizard. So I'm happy to fill in, and I know that, the, that I haven't felt anything that would make me want to drop out of this game. Oh, I'm Eleanor, though, of this adventuring party. I'm enjoy- I enjoyed our last week's session, even though it was kind of like a get-to-know-you session. I also really respect how everyone's giving me the floor and not interrupting me, but that might just be my personality, too. So I was so happy to meet Zell, one of, like, a, I guess a, kind of a soft-spoken but a silently confident uh, warrior, which would have been in the old world. They would have said, you're a working-class warrior. Uh, Zell, very nice to work with you. And so far, we haven't been in any battles. We just, uh, our first challenge was, you know, getting to know one another. And, and oh, but I'll tell you. And then Lord Von Chill, your grace, your excellency, or just a Von Chill, as we agreed I could call you. You're more what, what in the old days, or even the old, old days, would call the, like, before time land. Oh, because I'm also, I, I've studied a lot of history. But you're what, landed gentry, or royal, or noble, and very powerful, uh, and it's good to know. But you also have, not te- now, I did do some research, technically not a sidekick, and... Uh, a bending of the rules of the game due to circumstances. Uh, you have a hire, you have hired a rogue or a nimble of fingers a character named Granada of Darmok, uh, who also seemed very nice and very inquisitive and asked a lot of great questions. And at some point, I probably have some questions for you, Granada of Darmok. And you will probably be the person that helps us, uh, like, uh, unlock things and check for uh, hidden pitfalls. So it's exciting to work with you. Uh, And then we have uh, a a character, mysterious character, a wizard, wizard or magic user, M. Wata. A very quiet character thus far. And a novice wizard who has told us of her power uh, or their power and the strength within water-based region, which we are in one. But that you are the representative of the Wizards Council that hired us uh, and uh, that... uh, that we're, but we, you know, it's just a little bit of a trust thing of knowing who are you going to be responsible for when it counts. Uh, are you going to be here for us or are you going to be there for them, uh, the Wizards Council? And also that you, oh, but I should get to the point. Uh, so we've got, we were here and you had made, you made your way into this part of this old abandoned theme park. Uh, the land of tomorrow and camp where we have to find a staff. I don't have the notes in front of me what the staff is called, but our mission that the council of wizards gave us was to help, uh, first discover, uh, 
and then seal up or something a, 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 uh, somewhere hidden in this land of this theme park, which only we know. But there are other forces, great, powerful, and not good forces searching for this uh, a magic portal or well or something uh, that connects to another world but full of magic that could be unleashed in this world. And I guess if you unleashed all good magic, that would kind of uh, become its own tyranny. I was thinking about that last week. Uh, but I guess we'll have to figure that out. Because first we have to find the staff uh, or the pieces of the staff, which would have been separated and hidden by the wizards so that it couldn't be easily assembled. So we have to find the staff and the portal or the portal then the staff. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on what we choose. Uh, and here we are in an old ride called the Transporter Encounter or something uh, based on, now this is a kind of, I don't know if parody is the right word. This this is, a, so a theme park was a place where you would go for amusement and it was themed around things. This was themed around people's vision of the future in the before time, what they thought would be the future time. And there's different attractions, and there were shows and performances based on what they thought, uh, different eras and, and ideas of what the future would be. This particular pavilion and attraction uh, is based on the idea of... Uh, Outer space, uh, non-Earth-bound being technology, fusing with Earth's technology, but also being uh, somewhat used in a moral way by corporations for profits. So I guess in a, a satire-type way, that uh, uh, that that was what this attraction was themed after. What would what could possibly go wrong when we use this technology for profit first? That was what the attraction once was, and in in this attraction, w w the wizards made camp, uh, and they have a laboratory and a camp within the attraction, which we have not got to yet because we were stopped uh, as a part of the what they would call the pre-show. Uh, by some sort of mechanical being imbued with the magic of very high-level magic users as a guardian of this area in this doorway, but also that gave us information and gave us a small quest, which was to clear out the, what they would call the water closets or the restrooms. The, this uh, guardian will give us access uh, to the wizard's lab and camp uh, in exchange for uh, uh, for uh, clearing out these restrooms and locking them up uh, or boarding them up uh, because there's some sort of being in each restroom or there's two restroom areas. Okay, because actually that guardian's listening to me as I talk. So there's two restrooms, uh, two restroom complexes or something, two sets of restrooms, uh, sorry, and... Each one of them has one of these beings in there, which is a f because of the leakage from the magic portal, strange things are afoot, uh, of course. Why else would the, otherwise this would be an easy adventure? 
and it few somehow it has fused the local uh, flora and fauna and the theme of the theme park or uh, like uh, resources of the theme park and we could assume that a store that once sold plush or stuffed animals which is still something we exist in our world uh, comforting i mean we have a different term for them but uh Comforting imaginary friends or comforting soft figures to snuggle with or to look at and say, oh, you comfort me, different than a pet. Uh, so we don't know what this would look like, but we know it was like an ally, a large, is that correct? Like uh, it's nodding, the guardian. So some sort of large L-I-Z-A-R-D being fused with plush stuffed animals, uh, which I drew here. I can show you my draw. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Ducky LaRue there. That was one of the characters. Not in this part of the theme park, though. Famous musical performing duck. Uh, she was uh, Ducky LaRue. Um, so we just, I guess our first thing is uh, to agree on a plan, but we need to... Uh, exit where we've made camp in the guardian this room where the guardian was watching over explore the what i'd assume is some hallways uh outside of these doors which are sealed by the guardian and go to these restrooms and uh, uh um i guess i feel like i'm running the party today but uh and find out, it, deal with these beings. Is everybody in agreement that we, like, or consensus uh, that we should do this? And does anybody else have any other thoughts? Granada of Darmok, go ahead. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you for that summary. It really did help because I did, and I feel like I learned more by hearing your recount. Uh, I agree with your plan, I guess I would want to get a feel for the hallways and I would want to be sure. I, I would think if the wizards put a, I have a couple questions uh, that I think we need to find out in action. Uh, one would be why haven't those beings made their way back here and had to do, do have a back and forth with the guardian. My answer is rhetorically that there could be a TRAP to the S uh, in between here and the restrooms. So I would like to volunteer to hopefully uh, discover those, uh, unless the Guardian wants to reveal them to us. Uh, the Guardian just nodded. Okay, I guess that means I should just search for them and hopefully... For, okay, so that's all I comment. That's all, but I agree. Does everybody... This is Lord Von Chill here, and I'd say uh, that uh, behind a Granada of Darmok, what if Zell and I take up a position uh, and walk behind them? And, and I don't want to be presumptuous, Eleanor, but I know that you are well-armored and powerful. Uh, if you could uh, take the rear with... Uh, or magic user watch in between. That sounds good to me. Can you open the doorway, please? Uh, this door uh, that you sealed, uh, Guardian. Oh, the doors have opened. 
Okay, Dungeon Master, can you tell us, uh, can you take over? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, so the doors have opened, and you see a long hallway in front of you, uh, ending in a, a wall at a t- t- what looks like a T-shaped intersection. Also, uh, down the center of the room is a railing meant to separate, like a, when you would leave this room, the queue, only the left or the right side of this queue line would be open. And there's rotting carpets and the ceiling is, the fake ceiling panels have fallen in in places. Halfway down the hallway is an intersection and you, with what looks like other hallways or doorways, you can't quite tell from your position. What would you like to do? Yes, a Granada of Darmok here. Uh, you're done. I would like to search for traps and uh, this uh, 14. Okay. You do discover uh, what is a fairly simple mechanism uh, halfway down the hall, uh, which you have to walk around. It's a uh, false floor, uh, and it's easy to avoid uh, if everyone just walks around it. Uh, so you could report that. Okay, I'm reporting that to our party. Uh, can we walk towards where the trap is? Is that, is that near where those the doorway cross the uh, halfway? Yeah, that is... Uh, Okay, so we will walk there. Okay, yeah, everybody's agreeing with me. Uh, what do we see? Are these hallways or doors? They are doors, uh, and they're closed. Uh, and a- actually, the like uh, you, you see that there's kind of signs on the door that say uh, what if you if you look at both doors, there's uh, decorative signs that say transportation. And a tra- transport testing in progress, uh, d- totally 100% safe, uh, but enter at your own RISK. But below that is uh, kind of in uh, like a white uh, thing. One says C, the doorway on the left, and then the doorway on the right says L. Okay, um... So that those must can I try to open the door? Oh yeah, the doors are locked. Uh, these oh yeah, so this must be the lab in the camp. Uh, okay, can we proceed down to the T-shaped intersection? You can. And does my trap check get to that? As far as we could see, it does. So so you go all the way down. And it actually isn't a T-shaped intersection now that you're down there. It ends in a wall, and then on your right side, but at an angle, which would technically, if we were using a, a we would say is the north-east uh, direction, a hallway heads off in an angle on the northeast, uh, ending at a set of doors, uh, multiple doors, uh, which you can even see at this distance is what you would call the restrooms. Uh, and then uh, on your left side or your west to southwest side, it is at the exact opposite angle. So a straight line 
uh, hallway, but at an angle to you. I'm not good at these kind of descriptions. Is another hallway, and it, it just proceeds uh, into darkness. You can't see all the way. Okay, uh, what does everybody want to do? Should we just proceed? Should we proceed to these doorways, or should we? Uh, what should we do? I think you should check for TRAPSs. Uh, okay, I, fourteen. Okay, uh, you, you, uh, there's nothing to your, there's no traps to your right, uh, but to the left, uh, a bit away is another uh, very simple uh, false floor. And actually, the um, blankets that covered it, the fake rugs, have fallen in. So you could just see that that it's not really well hidden anymore. Okay, okay, okay. So what is it? Does everybody want to um go to the right or the left? Uh, how's everybody feeling? I uh, I believe uh we should. This is Lord Von Chill. I think we should head to the right because then we know the pit is on the left. Uh, that way we are, we know our backs are kind of uh, we 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 have uh, coverage on both sides right now. Yeah, I think that's a good good point, uh, Lord Von Chill. Is everybody consensus in agreements? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Uh Okay, so uh let's uh let's head towards these restrooms. What do we see? Okay, you see four sets of doors. All of the doors are closed. And th- there's a, a set of doors on the left side. You can't really see the signs on all the doors, uh, but uh, there's uh, doors close. There's four sets of doors for the water closets or restrooms, and you do see a sign above it that says, "You could determine it said once said restroom." Okay, um, interesting. So four sets of doors. Uh, oh, can you also roll a, a twenty-sided die, please? Okay, we got a two. What does that mean? Oh, you'll find out. It doesn't. Oh, we'll find out. I don't know about that. Uh, Lord Von Chill's not comfortable rolling dice. Uh, okay, it was just a, to decide where, like, uh, a location of something. Oh, okay. I mean, I could have just rolled. I just wanted to make it. Yeah, can can you just let him let the dungeon master, dungeon master? Okay, please. Uh. uh like, you got to, Lord Von Chill, quit being, okay, Zell, I'm sorry, I was just uh, pondering what it meant. Okay, so, uh, Zell, why don't you take uh, take over? Uh, okay, so there's four sets of doors. Does anybody have any idea what we're dealing with? Uh, like this local lore, anyone? Um skill set wise or knowledge wise it's uh, it's me uh, Eleanor we don't really know too much because uh well there was these four leg legged uh there's they were known as gators or da- crocs uh and uh, that's probably what I'm guessing we're dealing with uh though it could be something else. That kind of sounds like what the Guardian's description was, but then it's, since it's kind of melded with plush, we really don't know. But they would be low to the ground, but very long if they if they were a threat to the Guardian. 
or if the Guardian was concerned with them. Okay. And anything else we need to know? Okay, well, they had big mouths and big tails, so I'm guessing both of those would be issues. And they don't look fast, but they are fast. Uh, a lot of people would underestimate that their ground speed. Okay, okay, that's good to know. But that's only what might have. Okay, so I'd say let's just start on the right and work our way left. Uh, okay, uh, uh, this is Lord Von Chill. Uh, what if we just, could we just listen uh, first? Sure, sure. Any we, Go ahead, Lord Von Chill. You have, we're, we're, okay, I got an eight. What do I hear? I listen at the door. You hear water flowing and dripping and nothing else. All right, I'll try to open I'll try to open the door. How's that sound? Okay, the door is stuck. Uh Okay, um I Zell, what if I wait here at the crack of the door and you open the door? Okay, are you ready? Is everybody ready? Okay, I, I I force the door. I force. Can I successfully force? Yes, you successfully force the door open with that rule. Okay, so you see in this door, it's a long hallway style uh, restroom. Uh, when you first come in, there's places. It's it would have been there's broken sinks. Some of them are still dripping. Then there's places to relieve yourselves, uh, two different styles, uh, some of which have doors. They're private stalls, they called them. Okay. Um, I guess we should proceed in and uh, uh, get out of here. I'm going to go on the floor and look. Uh, Do I see anything? No, you don't see anything from the floor. Okay, then I'm going to, sorry, I'm not meaning to take over, but I'm going to stand on the uh, uh, counter here where the sinks are. Can I see down into the uh, things? You can, except for the last uh, two. Okay, do I see anything? No, you don't. Okay, can I um, climb, try to climb on the, um, the, 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 the tops of the stalls? You successfully climb on the tops of the stalls. Okay, can I climb all the way to the back of the room and look and see if I see anything? And I'll try to be stealth, uh, stealthily. Yes, you successfully climb to the back room stealthily and you don't see anything. Okay, can I hop down and can we search this room? Yeah, you don't find anything but waterlogged. There's nothing of uh, value here. Okay, uh, let's proceed to the next to the doorway. Uh, Zell, do you want to open the door, or attempt to open the door, and I'll wait here? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I try to open this door. Okay, you open that door, and it opens with without too much effort. And it's a, a uh, one. It's a. It's it's a for these were for everyone. Uh, but for everyone, privacy, and it's a little bit larger and more accessible to all in its empty room. Okay, can we open the next one? 
yeah, the door falls off. It's empty. It's the same as the room you just looked in, and it's empty. Okay, so this is the last room here. Uh, I guess uh, we should be ready, huh? Okay. Uh, uh, does, does anyone want to? Should we proceed in the same way? Yeah, I'll open the door, and then let's just look in. Okay, you, you you're able to open the door. Okay, and what do we see? Uh, nothing. Okay, uh, Granada. Okay, I'm gonna claw, crawl on the ground. Uh, uh, do I do I see anything? Uh, no, you don't see anything. But can I see all the way to the back of the room? No, because of the angles of the toilets and the water, uh, you're not able to see. You you can't. Uh, okay, so can I jump up on the sink again? And do I see anything now? Looking down. No, but it, this in this room you can't see the back four stalls. Okay, so let me. Can I climb? Uh, can I climb? Uh, climb on the uh, things. Oh boy. Yeah, you try to climb and uh, the stall you climb on collapses and immediately uh, you, the uh, uh, something rushes out of the back of the room. It's covered in what you would call damp and moldy or uh, a greenish plush, but it is still in the shape of what was described earlier as a G-A-T-O-R. And you're trying to scramble up a Granada, but uh, it actually, because of the collapse, it, it doesn't have, it, it, everybody roll for initiative. Uh, okay, I'm doing them. Now this is, I, I have a, a, like, is it okay if I start just using this program from this time on to roll for initiative for everybody? And you'll just trust me. Okay. Okay, so the initiative order or the order of everybody's readiness for action is uh, M. Wata, uh, Granada, uh, then the plush, uh, then Zell, then Lord Van Chill, uh, then Eleanor. Okay, okay. Uh, so M. Wata, yes, I draw my short sword. And uh, go after this being. What could you give us any more info? Uh, you could probably ascertain that the plush serves as armor, uh, but it also has things. And then that the, uh, as you'll see, but I guess I could tell you is that the the plate plater is what we'll call it. The plater can. Uh, uh, use its mouth and its tail, and its tail it swings in two directions. Uh, so it's a triple. Uh, it has three chances, but it actually only well it has two chances. But if it gets you with its tail, it, it tells a two die. Okay, so I'll go with my short sword. Okay, got a four. Uh, Granada, I'll do the same. Three. Okay, the plush uh, gets a seven and a two, so n nothing. Uh, Zell, okay, I will go for my greatsword. 
Okay, 14, 14, and you get, you get, you slash across it like, a, like, a, you, you know, with a flourish, and you see, uh, like, what they, the stuffing flying, but you realize that the stuffing is also organic in some way, and, uh, you do well, 99 total. Okay, and how powerful does this being seem? Uh, it, it's it's hardy. It's a large, like 12 feet long. So, wow. Okay, so this is, okay, Lord Von Schill here. I'm going to also go with my great, my great axe. Uh, okay, 17. So you also successfully, on the other side of it, uh, seven. Uh, so, okay, Eleanor? Okay, uh, I'll I'll go with uh, with my hammer. Okay, six. Uh, Wada, I I go again. Nineteen seven. So another successful. Uh, so it's twenty three of damage. Uh, yeah, it, it's the creature is definitely uh, still powerful, but uh, definitely it's thirty total. Okay, so thanks for. Okay, Granada, I will uh, go. Oh, 14, Granada. Okay, so that's successful. Yeah, yeah. And now, oh, and Granada, one last uh, uh, move, uh, and you uh, reinforce, like, the um, what uh, Zell had done. And uh, you see, yeah, like, uh, it's like a stuffed animal without, uh, that that's been played with, with a dog, by a dog for too long. Wow, that was great, everybody. Holy moly. Yeah, that was. Okay, so um, so I guess, uh, like, uh, wow, uh, can we uh, search? Uh, yeah, you can. You uh, 17, so you find a uh, uh, two healing potions uh, heal- hidden uh, in the, the old hand dryers. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um. So. Okay. Wow. That was. Uh, that's cool. Um. I guess could we, should we just head out and get to this other other room? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You can. So you go back down the hall. You go around to the other pit, uh, and eventually you you head in the darkness, uh, and uh, you, uh, the hall keeps going. And there's another hall to the right, but it's caved in, uh, and they both lead to another uh, restroom or set of restrooms. Uh, now, this is a little bit different. These are, uh, the, the, there's four doors, uh, but the, the, the different main difference is these were uh, maintenance access to a public-facing restroom where earlier you were like kind of like that was a backstage restroom. Oh wow, that's interesting. So getting a little behind the scenes. Thanks, you. Thank you, Dungeon Master. Uh, see how the people live. For me, that's always interesting. Okay, can you roll twenty-sided die? Okay, we got a uh, three again. Okay, so we can figure out. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Zell, you, you're laughing too. I wonder where this uh, this pl- pl- plater is going to be. Which restroom? 
Yeah, well, I guess uh, you figured it out. Okay, so can we just can we roll something to pretend we searched all the other ones and if there was anything hidden in them? Okay, go ahead and roll then. Okay, two. So no, you didn't find anything in any of the other restrooms. Uh, okay, so uh, you want to switch it up, or should we do the same thing? Or anybody else? Oh, Eleanor, you want to step up? Yeah, I'd like to open, try to open the doors. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Okay, Zell, you want to take my spot, and I'll be uh, back here. Uh, oh, here, but Eleanor, I ha- this is Eleanor. I have an idea. What if we just open the door and then hold it open and then try to get it to come out, uh, and then we just wait for it? Eleanor, I love that idea. Everybody ready? Should we spread out uh, like Eleanor? Zell, myself, uh, uh, Granada, and then Wata off to the side here. Okay. Are everybody ready? Go ahead, Eleanor. Uh, okay, Eleanor, can you roll a 20-sided die? A four. Okay, so you go to pull the door, and it sticks, and then it squeaks in, and you get it open, but it made a lot of noise. So... Actually, like, as soon as you open it, the the, the creature rushes out, uh, and it gets, uh, um, gets to go twice, and three, and eight, uh, so no successful, um, okay, and then what's the order? Okay, so it goes, uh, Wata, Eleanor... Uh, the the plush plater, Granada, Zell, and Lord Von Chill. Wow, we're really uh, slacking, Zell, huh? Okay, Wada goes uh, with her short sword and uh, 13 and does 7. Okay, Eleanor, I'll do, you know, go with my, okay, Eleanor, 2. Okay, and then the plater got 1 and a 9. Wow, this thing is like uh, the worst. These things don't know how to roll dice, I guess. Okay, Granada got a four. Zell, yeah, same. Eight, okay, eight. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to get a good roll. Eighteen, you got, uh, I got, uh, and then a three. Okay, plus three. So six, that's six. Uh, Wada goes eight plus four, four, so twelve, uh, and Wada gets a one, so three more. So that's uh, nine. Uh, Eleanor, 12 plus. Okay, so Eleanor, three plus two. Okay, uh, then Plater got a six and a two. Wow, this is the best. This is not good for long term, but nice, huh? Okay, and then uh, Granada, 15. So that's uh, five plus three. Oh boy, Zell, it's your chance uh, to to show your stuff. Zell got thirteen. You got thirteen and a seven plus two. I'm just. It's. I think it's quicker if you just roll the dice and I just comment. How's that? Is that okay, Zell? Yeah. First, I wasn't. Thank you for asking permission. I wasn't comfortable with it until you did. So seven plus two. So Zell takes out this plate or as well. 
Could you just, could we just, is there anybody that could roll for like a lore animal uh, something to see? Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's 18. So yeah, this had an AC of 12, 30 hit points. Uh, the tail would do four of damage. Uh, and uh, then uh, the the mouth would have done, oh no, those were plus four and plus five, but the uh, Six plus two or eight plus one D eight plus three or two D six plus two. Okay. And uh what about uh searching? Can we roll so sixteen? So you find a hand cranked flashlight in the ceiling. Wow, that's uh, gonna be handy since we don't all we're not all able to see. And we, you guess you gave us a little leeway pretending there was light, uh no, there is, well, yeah, yeah, there, darkness was just, this had, like, skylights, a lot of skylights leaking in light, so. Okay, so you hear the voice of the, uh, in your head being projected by magic, uh, just so, just to answer any questions, uh, from the, the Guardian, it says that now the laboratory in the camp is unlocked, uh, uh, but proceed with caution. Okay, so we go. Can we go? Just do, 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 who wants to take the lead? Eleanor, you've been taking the lead. Okay, so we'll just go back the way we came. And how does everybody feel? Should we go in the lab or the? Um, I don't know. Like uh, I know we'll rest in the camp, right? So should we go check the lab first? I agree with you. So, is everybody ready? Yeah, go ahead and. Uh, oh, should we roll uh, to listen? You seventeen. You so you hear. Uh, you do hear some noises. Uh, it's tough to tell. It's like a t- t- like a mechanical tapping on metal tapping noises, uh, but that's all you hear. Okay, so we should go in re- prepared. Uh, oh, sorry, Eleanor. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'll open the door. Uh, Zellen Von Chill, be ready. Everybody be ready. Um, so I open the doors. Okay, the doors open with ease. And you see, so you see into this room, and this room is a giant circle. Uh, that slowly descends towards the floor, and it had terraced seating at one point for a show that would have happened on the floor and up in the ceilings. Uh, there's catwalks. There's a couple pieces of machinery that were like meant to hover above the floor that have kind of been cleared off uh, partially, and there's wires and things hanging around. And then there's, like, on the walls, there was other pieces, show parts of the original show when this was a thing. But there is also an area at the bottom cleared, and a couple of the bottom uh, tiers where people would have been sitting have been cleared. And, and then there's tables, or what looks like there was once table. It was a laboratory, but it's been trashed. And also you could see down towards the floor... I guess a guardian should have probably told you about this. There's a couple wizards down there that are uh, have gone to the great tower in the sky of sorcery. 
Okay, and how far away are they? It's about the equivalent of uh, there's uh, there's ten levels, so it's about twenty, uh, like it's a twenty stairs uh, down. So it's a ways you could see them. Okay, so uh, oh boy, what would Eleanor? What should we do? Okay, I think we should proceed. Can we just keep wide? Can we locate where the noise is coming from? Okay, the noises are coming from the catwalks above, uh, and it's dark up there. And uh, you can kind of see, you can kind of hear something. Something's definitely moving around up there. And one, like there's tapping, there's something going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could I start cranking the flashlight, Eleanor? You can. So we can't see anything up there. Should we just call out and say uh, who goes there? Show yourselves. Okay. Yeah. You. Do you want? Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. So I say, show yourself. Uh, who's out there? And Von Chell, if you get that thing cranked, flash it up there. Okay. I will. I'm. How, how many times do I have to crank it, DM? Uh, you still need to crank it for a while. Okay, I'm still cranking then. Uh, so I call out. Okay, so all of a sudden you see jumping around in the catwalk uh, a small being that looks like a little bit like uh, it's about three feet tall. And it looks like a combination of uh, like a humanoid and a pet uh and it, it's jumping around, and, and now it's coming to the light so you could see it, uh, and it's just kind of looking at you. Okay, do we see anything else on it that would... Yeah, you do see uh, some tatters of wizard's robes uh, on its hands, and it has like a beak. Okay, is it uh, organic or not organic? You can't tell at this point, but it, well, it has like some fur... But you, you, oh, so we could take a guess that it's probably part of this attraction come to life. Uh, so it could be magic. Uh, is the flashlight charged? It is. Okay, Von Chill, go see if you can see any. Oh, my goodness. Uh, w- w- is what you would say, Lord Von Chill, as you see in the center of the room, not that far, but what was clothed in darkness. This is another being. Oh, but so sorry, I, I like I don't want to change things up, but uh, I just realized uh, that uh, like uh, I got we, we we know it is uh, you, you 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 suddenly the guardian calls you back. Uh, wait, right now? Yeah, and the guardian says close the doors. Okay, and uh, then the guardian says uh, that you you should rest. Uh, uh, and take a B-R-E-A-K. Oh, because you, oh yeah, I didn't realize what time, you have to go to your appointment, huh, DM? Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, I just lost, it was so much fun, I lost track of time. That was a great session, though, you did really good with the, um, platers, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll see everybody next week, but I really got to run, thanks for hosting, and uh, I'll see you all next week, uh, and then we'll pick up right there. We're like, uh, not a best stopping spot, but a little bit of uh, 
something I'll really look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering what we were going to see that I'd say, oh, my goodness, uh, I will be waiting. Uh, but, I, you know, I think it's time for all. I mean, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I like to take a nap after that adventuring and lie down and rest. Uh, Granada, could you make yourself into a pillow for me? No, I cannot do that. Oh, could you? Uh, okay, well, I will just rest. Uh, good night, everybody of my party. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. That was fun. Thanks. Good night.